So as we approach the end of our liturgical year, uh, our readings are from the book of the Apocalypse and our, even our gospel today is quite apocalyptic in its own way as well. When uh, people are remarking about the, f- the fine uh, craftsmanship of the temple and Jesus says not one stone will be left on top of another. And then it goes on to say, uh, time is near at hand when you will hear of wars and revolutions uh, but do not be frightened. This is something that must happen. Okay, so we hear these things, and it's, um, it's I'd say they're kind of uncomfortable. They're kind of uncomfortable readings or gospels because we do prefer the stories of, of, of healings and uh, uh, people being raised from the dead and those kind of things, the Beatitudes. We love those kind of uh, um, readings and gospels. These are, these are a little harder hitting. So how do we, what do we do with it? How do we react to, to, to readings or Gospels like this? Or how could we, how should we react? Just on Sunday there, there was a little child and uh, his dad sitting about three rows from the front there. And this little child, absolute Oscar is his name, incidentally, uh, absolutely loves just kind of sitting still in dad's arms and all of a sudden diving, Right? much to the alarm of the people in the row behind. I, I heard it twice. I was looking this way, and I could just see out the corner of my eye this child go, whew, dive, and then you hear the row behind go, <gasps> you hear this gasp from all the moms behind, like as they see this airborne. Well, he wasn't airborne. That's the whole thing, you see. The child, Oscar, knows that he can dive, and, and Dad still has him. Now, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to watch, I'll be honest. It's, uh, your heart would go sideways uh, watching this. Because uh, what that has, as far as I can see, always succeeded in catching him. Uh, and I think that's kind of part of why little Oscar can do this. Because he's never been dropped. I think you'll learn fairly quickly. If I do this and suddenly hit the ground, I think I won't do that again. The fact that Oscar keeps doing it is because he's never been dropped. He has absolute confidence. That I can, when I get bored, I can just go, woof, and launch myself to the left or the right, and it'll be okay. Little Oscar lives in absolute trust of his father. Little Oscar lives in that, that, that confidence and knowledge that I can trust God and that even if I throw a wobbly, that God will catch me. And again, it's, it's just, it is interesting to see what we can learn from, from children in, the, in their simplicity. But trust, I mean, it's something, bless us, we can... You could preach or meditate this every day of your life and still only scratch the surface. What, we're, what the Lord wants of us, what we're called to have in his regard, is absolute trust. And this is more than a daily choice. I think this is a daily battle because so many unexpected things happen or you think a certain thing is on the right track and then it just diverts or you think a certain relationship is okay and then something unexpected goes wrong or you think that everything is okay in the family and then suddenly there's illness or you think that yeah everything seems fine fine or whatever, and then someone's diagnosed with cancer and so it's like when we think everything is all right some and we're not being pessimistic here just like difficult things do happen, crosses do come our way. And, and 
the challenge or dare I say the temptation in these moments and something that the enemy would absolutely hone in on every single time is that if these things happen God isn't good that's the like the basic temptation of the enemy if if bad things happen it means God isn't good it means God has forgotten you it means God didn't pay attention it means God let you fall and so it's it's a I say this is a just a, a continuous attempt of the enemy <clears throat> to darken or sully or destroy that image of God as a loving father uh, and it's as I say a daily battle an absolute daily battle so what does the Lord ask us to do the Lord asks us to trust and in the diary of St. Faustina, uh, he says, he tells to, to, to St. Faustina, my daughter, I am love and mercy itself. When a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with such an abundance of grace that it cannot contain them within itself, but radiates them to other souls. I'll say that again. When a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with such an abundance of graces that it cannot contain them within itself, but radiates them to other souls. That's 1074, if you want to read it yourselves later, 1074. But what's the Lord saying here? It's, it's just the power of trust in God, the power of, of this choice, this act to trust God. It has effects not just on us. It gives us like a superabundance of, of, of grace. You know, I feel it with such an abundance of grace that it kind of contains within, within itself. So we get more grace than we can actually even contain. Which benefits then who, who or what? Well, those around us. It radiates them to other souls. This trust, when I have trust in God, I can radiate that to other, to, to other people around me when I'm filled with trust. And I've seen people in... in in dire straits, in very difficult circumstances, who still trust it. And it's, it's inspiration. You see someone who's in a bad way, but they still trust. It's, it's the, 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 you, you, you almost feel that, wow, uh, my problems aren't half as big as theirs, and if they're trusting, I really have to up my game. It's like their, their trust becomes an inspiration. It's like their, their trust has to almost flow out of them and into you, into your own heart. When we trust the Lord, getting back to that, just that, that, that basic fundamental essential truth that God is our loving father and that he will not let us fall so I was just thinking this morning how important it is for 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 myself uh, for us all to delve into this trust to like uh, yeah, as if it were a pool or as if it were an ocean, to, like to dive into it, to be supported by it. And it's interesting, like, if you are swimming, especially in, in very clear water, I can see why people would be afraid to swim, because you look in and there's this clear substance right in front of you, which can kill you, right? Because it's water, you can drown. So it looks a bit kind of terrifying, maybe little undulations of waves or whatever. And yet, you know that if I go into this water it'll act, it will actually support me you know if I just breathe in I'll be buoyant the water will actually support me I don't need to be afraid of it I need to respect it I don't need to be afraid of it so we dive into this ocean of, of trust knowing that I will be supported the Lord will support me 
So then it means then that in, in all the varied circumstances of my life, uh, my interior course should be, Jesus, I trust in you. So it means then when, when I make a mistake and when I hurt someone, Jesus, I trust in you. It means that when I feel my own inability or my own weakness, Jesus, I trust in you. When someone else, when their actions have hurt me and I'm finding it difficult to forgive or to love or to understand, Jesus, I trust in you. And when things are difficult in, in, in my family or there's, there's division or misunderstanding, Jesus, I trust in you. When there are financial problems, Jesus, I trust in you. When there are health problems, Jesus, I trust in you. When there are friendship problems, Jesus, I trust in you. When there are problems with my past, things that uh, are difficult to let go of or understand or heal from, Jesus, I trust in you. When you're in the middle of a storm at the moment, and you actually don't know, it's not like you have even a clear plan of the way out, you just don't really know where you're supposed to be going. Jesus, I trust in you. And then when you're concerned about the future, and where am I supposed to go, and how do I get there? Jesus, I trust in you. And so for everything then, for all of these, now, apologies now that all those examples were fairly negative, uh, we can trust the Lord in all of the good things too, but uh, I think, considering our, our readings today, just that, that kind of more apocalyptic nature of them, I think it's important to really to focus on, on grabbing on with trust to the Lord in times of difficulty, in times of strain, stress, in times of loss and bereavement and illness. And we hold on, like little Oscar to his dad. And then we may, might make a mistake and throw a bit of a wobbly or, or, or think, I, I think we should be going that way. I think we should go, and dad's like, no, we shouldn't. And you dive that way anyway. And he grabs onto you and pulls you back. And maybe there's a bit of that going on in us as well. Convinced we really need to be going this way, Lord. Why aren't we moving this way? Why aren't you moving me this way? Jesus, I trust in you. And the more that becomes the chorus of our souls, the more we will discover peace the more we will discover healing, the more we will discover true joy. So may our Lord today renew us in trust through the prayers and intercession also of Saint Cecilia.